Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi everyone, Graham Couch here from the Lansing State Journal along with colleagues Chris Solari from the Detroit Free Press and Sean Windsor from the Detroit Free Press after Michigan State's uh, 56-7 loss uh, here at the Horseshoe at Ohio State. Um, it was about as bad as the game could possibly go for them on a number of fronts. I mean, it was what I mean, six touchdowns, 500 yards in the first half, and then you get an injury to uh, Xavier Henderson, an injury to Jaden Reed, and your running back who had Heisman hopes has six carries for 25 yards and probably doesn't have very realistic Heisman and, and also a little banged up. Uh, also do, probably doesn't have realistic Heisman hopes. So it could not have gone worse uh, for MSU. Well, it could have if Ryan Day hadn't pulled his starters at the first series. That's the true. Could have they, gone, they, yeah. I mean, it could have gone historically. Yes. Like, yeah. They could have hung 80. And Stroud could have thrown. Stroud yeah. could have thrown for 800 yards because there was nobody in that secondary that was stopping and him. And then you'd be receivers. thinking about it even in a completely different way. So they kind of did. They look like they're I mean, trying I, to make a I, I know I'm making it. I'm, I know yeah. it sounds like I'm messing around, but I'm not. They they could have put 75 points up. No, and it looked like they were trying to make a statement. And I don't know if it's nine and a half million a year and, 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 and yeah, Ryan yeah. Day saying what or if it's it's just Ohio State that's found something that, that it's looking to roll and, and you know, or if it's the the other team has a Heisman candidate and we think we've got a pretty good running back and a Heisman quarterback. It's a lot of things. Well, they're just a better team. Get it, getting Wilson back absolutely has helped this offense yeah. even more so because you saw him get behind the defense for that 77. Yeah. And That's this Garrett is a, Wilson. Yeah. yeah, and this is a defense that hasn't given up really that kind of long touchdown. Everything's been pretty much in front of them and running away from guys. This is one of the times that you see them really struggling with that speed and space of those kind of receivers that just blew by them with him and Olave. I wouldn't even traditional speed and space underneath space it was more as Xavier Henderson just yeah. told us in the postgame press conference the, the Michigan State safety we, they were throwing over the ball over our heads right I yeah. mean just when's the last time you saw that kind of downfield yeah. blitz? I mean even with David Bell at Purdue what he did was a lot of that was in front of the defensive backs and then making a miss after the catch this right. was all a because different animal Tucker's philosophy doesn't like to give mm-hmm. a big play and that sort of but, but Graham and, and I have a question for both you, both you guys because it speaks to the the talent difference. And Mel Tucker just finally told yeah, us, yeah. 10 minutes in, and to me this was really the biggest part of the news conference, right? Totally. I mean, I think you guys agree. They, they got to recruit. They gotta, yeah. I mean, they got to to get to this level, which is what Matt Ishby and Steve St. Andre are betting on, yeah. that he yes. can get to this level. Totally. They're betting on they're, – they're, they're, I don't want to say guessing, but they're assuming – he can go recruit to this level because that's really the difference. So the story, uh, you see people mocking the contract and things, and it's an easy, lazy sort of take to do when they have this – this is why you do the contract. The, the con- You brought that guy in because you thought he could recruit, and you paid him $5.5 million. The price went up because there's some buzz, because there's some hope, and the early returns are good, and you've got donors who are excited and have the cash to pay it. But that's why you're paying. You're paying it to, for him to get to this level, and you think that's your best shot to do it, and, and he sounds like he understands what it takes. Now, whether he can ever recruit to put that on the field, that will be, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll find out. But but he understands the issue. But I, but I do think that 
what, and this is where the difference is maybe between where Mark D'Antonio was at this point when he was losing to Ohio State and that first loss to Michigan versus Mel Tucker in this loss, is that Tucker isn't coming to Ohio to try and get third-tier kids or second-tier kids. He's got a more national scope in the recruiting room, and that does require some patience and talent. Well, in fairness, too, what and, Mark D'Antonio was facing with Ohio State yeah. was not this. No, 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 not close. Uh, uh, right? It, not this at not all. Not early on. No. No, no, not early I on. I mean, the Trestle era was pretty good. Yeah, but it was it was built, you know, it was right. it was uh, the offense it was built a like lot this. more similar Antonio's to this. defensive yeah. style. Or you you, you got Michigan good, State if you time. could get defensive tackles and a couple ends of defensive line, right? With D'Antonio ahead, you could you could mess up, mess up Braxton Miller. What are you, they were run heavy uh, offense, yeah. right? They, they spread, but can run heavy yeah. under the last regime. Yeah, no, they, yeah. Uh, this this is. This is a different beast. And that's where they want, that's where Tucker wants to get it. Like I'm saying, he wants to get this more like this, like how D'Antonio got it more like trestle ball for what Michigan State Yeah, was. and the game has evolved. And Graham, yeah. I, want, I want your opinion because it's not just Ohio State at this point. That's what the $95 million, that's not just the Buckeyes. Yeah. That's LSU, that's Alabama, yeah. that's Clemson, that's, well, that's Georgia for sure. All of whom, when they've won their national titles in the last three or four years, have won it with offenses. Just like what we saw here. You know, we saw, I can't remember which Clemson, Alabama, or LSU national championship game it is, but we had the conversations like, that looked like a completely different sport than what MSU was playing at yeah. the time. And this is a couple years ago, obviously, when the offense was really struggling. That's what it takes today in college football. And even Nick Saban understands that, and they, they built toward it. And, and that's obviously the mentor of, uh, of Mel Tucker. So, but yeah, at that's the same point, too. You just got hung 56. No, you can't so, get there's that some up, right. definite but, deficiency on the defensive side that. Before you can worry about that because the offense has been putting up points all year in yards. What hasn't happened is the ability to stop that pass or contain that pass. And until you can do that on a defensive side, and that does come from the recruiting and and getting more cornerbacks. I know they got Tatum and they've got Mangum both coming in, but you need high-end cornerbacks and high-end depth in that to really chase these kind of guys. Small point. First of all, I don't think they gave up 56 today. They they would have. I mean, I'm dead. They would have given yeah. up more. So you, you ha- you can give up thirty or forty. You have to score thirty or forty to win. To your point about Nick Saban, right? So they got to get a corner or two. And I hate to say this, I don't want to bang on any of their guys. They're good college football players on the defensive line. The tackles are really good, but you, you got to have you got to have a couple of edge guys that can force a punt or two. So it's. 35 points you have to score instead of 60. And you saw the impact Michigan had of those two guys. The equalizer they had against Michigan was Kenneth Walker. That didn't work today, but against Michigan it was enough. Edge guys change it. I think in the portal, that's where you're going to see them this year, trying to get their version of Kenneth Walker on the defensive line somewhere. Some commit. Now, edge guys are premium. Guys who can do that are at big programs, and they're having success. So whether you can actually convince one of those guys to, to, to come in, but that's where that you're, you're totally right. Because you, Stroud, for example, he may win the Heisman. But I would all day, Graham. Uh, exactly. What I would say is, I would argue there are probably a half dozen other quarterbacks in college football could do that if they had the kind of time and space to throw that he, that he did. Well, you yeah, mentioned that about the, the yeah, yeah, the right. receivers. You mentioned yeah. about the edge rushers. I mean, you know, part of this is that these are the kids that you need to get from the high school ranks because if you are going to go after them in the transfer portal, a lot of them will have baggage. Uh, hey, many of them will quarterback, have baggage. You take it. And that, <laughs> but that's a that's a risk that you have to worry about and and, and be concerned with because that's what Michigan. You know, in a lot of ways, Nick Saban did that when he came into Michigan State. He took some chances on some kids. Yeah. And you know, can Mel Tucker afford that? Particularly when you throw up a contract like that. I don't know. Because you 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 really need to build this. And I think that's why he after the game focused so much on recruiting 
and getting those high school kids. He didn't because I think he understands so much on that. All due respect, but he, he waited no, until he the didn't last say he question. Focused, I didn't say he focused on it, but he did talk uh, specifically about that. But not, he's not saying, you know, we need to hit the portal again or we need to find some experienced no, guys. No, 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 We need to get. But he waited words. until the okay. end, and he was reluctant to say this the last couple of weeks, right? Because he kind of implied this last time they lost to Ohio State. And he didn't want to do that. I don't blame him. He's trying to prep and, and lift his lift his kids and all that. Sort and he's of got thing. two seniors waiting to come on the press conference exactly. over there. Exactly. Who, who you're sort of speaking as you aren't at the level we exactly. need to be. And, and that's you, a tough thing to and say. And they heard yeah. that. Yeah. And I, I, I actually felt for them when I, when I was yeah. looking over at him when he said that. But he's trying to be truthful. And they, yeah. they know that, but yeah. you don't want to say Well, and I mean, let's face it. We watched this game. Angelo Gross and Xavier Henderson did not play well. And Henderson was one of those guys up there. Those, I mean, as bad as the cornerbacks were, those guys were tripping over each other in coverage, uh, confused at times, and they got split at least twice. Just another level. These guys make uh, and, and, and Michigan State's weak. And the thing is, Michigan State's weakness is Ohio State's strength, and, and that is, really plays exactly it out. So right. and so it makes it, what I wrote. The, the yeah. gap between these programs is immense, but it looks even worse because it's Maybe. strength versus it's, it's strength versus weakness. What is it, man? Look at us. I made that same point in the column. It's, it's exponential when that when it's a strength against a. In other words, like if you're that, choosing between yep. descriptions, you don't even need this guy. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't need me at all. By the way, the, 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 no, no upset was going to happen on the field today, but this is kind of an upset right here because this man was worried he wasn't getting a word in edgewise with Graham. He was talking to me about this all game. I Am I going to be able to get a word a in the video up. in the post video? But you've had plenty of words, right? Yeah, I'm, so, ready, I'm ready for another round. You got any, you got okay. any other words? Okay. Any words you want to share? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will have plenty of words in print uh, at uh, freep.com at lsj.com. Thanks for watching and listening. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.